Just in and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. Let go with Ego. Existen dos tipos de personas en el mundo. Los que prefieren un desayuno dulce con frutas, dulce de leche y un jugo de naranja. Y los que prefieren un desayuno salado con chorizo, huevos rancheros y un café. Pero sin importar qué tipo de persona eres, hay algo que a todos les va a gustar. Los crujientes y esponjosos Ego Waffles. Ya sea que te guste un desayuno salado, con huevos o salsa picante encima de tus waffles, o seas más dulcero y los prefieras con mantequilla y miel. Encuéntranos en el pasillo de desayunos congelados. Lego with Ego. Hi everyone, I'm Joanna. And I'm Jenny. And this is Hyphenated, the podcast about living in the hyphen. How are you, Jenny? I'm doing great. It's really nice sitting here on the hyphen. Um, <laughs> it's this little space. <laughs> it's very it's cozy. Very cozy between more than one word. You mm -hmm. know, what I love about hyphens is that you can just hyphen, you can just continue to hyphen. And like, I, I don't know, I, my, my mom wants me to hyphen all my last names so that <laughs> all of my grandparents are represented. I'm like, all right, Joanna Hausman, Hatar, Golfarb, Alonso, Kern, Doti. It's like, it's a little too long, too many hyphens, mom. I mean, kudos to you for knowing all of that. <laughs> My mom didn't even give me a middle name. She's like, screw it. Jennifer Lorenzo. Oh, I love that. That's so clean. <laughs> and, you know, speaking of names, Jenny, yeah. I don't know if you know this. My last name, my, I mean, my, my last names, like my dad's last name is Hausman. Mm -hmm. My mom's last name is Jatar. Um, Jatar is a Lebanese Christian, wow. right? And then Hausman is Ashkenazi Jewish. So every time I talk to anyone and I say my name is Joanna Hausman, they are in shock when they find out I'm from Venezuela, that I'm Latin. Mm. And it's always so weird to me because I know so many Jewish Latinos. I mean, because they're all my family. <laughs> But it's always quite like... It's always not shocking, I guess, because the great majority of Latin America is obviously default Catholic. Like Catholicism is almost mm -hmm. like ingrained in our culture. It, yeah. I'm Jewish, but I for sure celebrated Semana Santa. Like Navidad was lit. Like <laughs> I'm I, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I know like all of the lore of the, eh, ¿cómo se dice? Los, los Reyes Magos. Like, you know, well, partly because my mom is Christian as well. I'm a hyphen. Mm -hmm. in religion as well but like religion being so linked to like uh identity for oh, yeah. for latinos is is kind of mind-boggling to me when you see a latin character in a tv show especially it's always like i el rosario like the candles the this and like that is so accurate because my my cuban grandma was 100 that oh yeah 100 oh, yeah. but it's so it's you know people are so blatantly unaware that there is there is other yes. religious culture in in latin america mm -hmm. i mean i don't know if you know this jenny but jews have been going 
to Latin America since like straight up at like Inquisition times. They were yes. like, oh, Queen Isabel's crazy. She's kind of murdering us. Let's get out of here, you know? Yeah, and yeah. and then in the twenty like in the twentieth century, we saw, which is when my family, my Jewish family arrived to Venezuela, it was like Ashkenazi Jews escaping the war. And so many ended up in Argentina, in Mexico, eh, in dude in Guyana. Hasta in Cuba. There was a there a was lot a Jewish Cuba. community in Cuba. I mean, my my Jewish Cuban friends lovingly call themselves Jubins. Jubins. I mean, there there were a lot. And it, <laughs> yeah. it's really interesting when people are shocked to hear that there's Latin Jews, I'm always like, did you think Jewish people just like grew in <laughs> New York, they were like, just you could plop them out of a tree. Like, they came from somewhere to yeah. the Americas. Why did you think they o- they're they only in the States? And so many times people are like, you're not Latin, you're Jewish. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize I couldn't be Jewish and Venezuelan considering one is a religion slash ethnicity and another one is a country, a nationality. Gatekeeping. Like you don't, no one, no one, no one says, no one says, um, Jerry Seinfeld isn't American because he's Jewish. No one says that. I know. Who would say that? Seth Rogen, he's not American. He's Jewish. No one would say that. Of course they're, they're American. So then why do people say you can't be Latino? You're Jewish. It's like, what it's, are you, wh- Ashley, shut know. up. <laughs> Ashley. But like, so I know a lot about Catholicism. And then when I moved to the States, I thought. I didn't realize Catholicism was a minority here. Like, people are like, oh, my God, Kennedy, the Catholic president. And I'm like, aren't all presidents Catholic? And they're like, no, dude. Most <laughs> this are like is like Protestant. a Christian country. Yeah, Christian. And I was like, wait, what uh-huh. the hell? And I don't even know there was like multiple Protestant churches. I'm just, Oof, you know, it was shocking to me. <laughs> so you grew up, you, you uh-huh. were raised Catholic. Yes. So... <laughs> This is where my childhood upbringing became really confusing. Um, Yes, I was raised Catholic. My grandparents on both sides, my parents, all Catholic, got married in the Catholic Church, baptized, first communion, catechism. I love that word. Uh, (laughs) CCD is what we would call it. And I did confirmation, idolo. But while I was doing that whole thing, I was enrolled in a small Christian private school. And yes, we all worshiped the same God, but they were very much anti-Catholic. My mom used to be very involved in my school and she would be like the room mom and take us on field trips. And she told me that one time the secretary, you know, got in the car with her and freaked out when she saw her rosary hanging. Oh, from the from the from the rear view. Because there's nothing yeah. more Latino than a rosary hanging from a rear view mirror. <laughs> like my Jewish family. There's had always it. like like little 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 angelito de la guardia, like prayer cards, like blessing the car, holy water, like all of that, like holy water, any kind of object that like Catholics really hold on the candles. That is all a big no no. It's so it's so crazy how we sort of tend to reject those that we at least are able to see ourselves in a bit. Oh my god, do you hear that? Is that God? <laughs> One of the crazy things that's happening right now 
to a lot of my Venezuelan friends, very Catholic Venezuelan friends, is that they're applying to the Spanish passport. And the way that they're doing this, Jenny, is through like hiring a como que genealogist, people that sort of reconstruct your family tree to prove they're actually Sephardic Jews that were sort of uh, converted or kicked out during the Inquisition. So these super, oh super, super, super Catholic people are not like are not like saying, dude, I'm actually surprised I'm Jewish. And that's how I'm getting out of Venezuela. I'm going to Spain. It's because I'm Jewish. Oh my I'm like, goodness. What are you talking about? What? What? But like, you know, and these are the same people. And a lot of my friends from Venezuela had these prejudices against Jewish people, people that I very much care about, people that like, oh, I, yeah. I understand that they just did not have enough context to understand what Jewish people were, because there was only like 20,000 of us in Caracas. And in Venezuela, Jewish people did not assimilate the way that they assimilated in the States. Jewish people sort of had their own school. We have our own este, yeah. a country club. Like, J Jewish people sort of remained in their little shtetl, actually. And mm -hmm. when my dad actually married my mom, who was a non-Jew, it was, like, a big deal. Like, his family was not happy. I was perceived to be not Jewish enough for the school, which is sort of this inner identity crisis I felt as well, because I felt mm. very identified as an, I know I'm an atheist, but I felt very identified with the cultural elements of my Jewish side. And then I was simultaneously rejected. So I understood why so many of my Catholic friends had these perceptions of Judaism as this like weird and off and like they're off doing their stuff in the corner and they're like mysterious <laughs> and like Hugo Chavez literally sent soldiers to to the Jewish school to see if there were bombs there like Jewish people were perceived as oh different gosh. even if you know my dad was a minister in Venezuela he was Jewish we were part of culture but we were also simultaneously not and here being Jewish is like so fun because I mean there's still anti-semitism but Judaism is kind of like oh you're just funny and have frizzy hair and back there it's like is it your religion and I'm curious to hear you like is Catholicism part mm. of your culture or is it your religion Oof, I mean, I've gone through a journey. I did the Catholic stuff for my mom. And then in a lot of my videos, I do involve Catholicism because that is what a lot of my audience relates to the most. Uh, mainly, even if you yourself aren't Catholic, your grandparents were surely more than likely Catholic or at least very religious. I just think that a lot of Latin culture is inherently Catholic. Like the parades I'd see in in Caracas, like, you know, with the Jesus and the this and the crown. And the, it, it wasn't even a, like, I didn't see it as like, oh, that's a religion. Like, I'd be like, oh, yeah, it's this day. Like, it, it mm -hmm. was just part of Semana Santa. We're Here it's spring break. And then in Venezuela, it's Saint Week. The week you go and get mm. drunk on the beach. And I don't know why it's saintly, but... And don't act saintly at all. <laughs> it's so interesting. Like, religion and spirituality are kind of, for me, like, a little bit separate. Like, I I identify as Jewish, but there's no one more atheist than my Jewish family. Like, my wow. grandfather, he 
he survived the Holocaust, man. So did my grandma. And they're just like, dude, honestly, tried tried to like pray to God. It didn't go well. We don't know what exists, but mm-hmm. we really want you to to adhere to traditions. Traditions are part of our culture. And yeah. I think that I see that in Catholicism in Latin America and here in this country, I think that there's just in, in the States, there's just more of a more of a diversity of of religions and even within Christianity, there's just so many subsects that I don't understand. Yeah. It's so bizarre, but I felt super Jewish get doing my bat mitzvah in Cambridge, Massachusetts with <laughs> like a, you know, we have, we have also different denominations. Like uh, we have reform, we have conservative and we have Orthodox and I'm mm. reform. Like women can be rabbis. We, some, mm. some, like, it's just relaxed, I guess. It's more modern. And yeah. I felt really, really Jewish in that sense because um, it was more about philosophy. It was more about culture. It was more yeah. about tradition. Um, in my bat mitzvah, I had a guy with long hair play a guitar. You know, I had my non-Jewish family say a prayer, but, like, it wasn't even a prayer to God. It was a prayer to, like, kindness and whatever. So I felt mm. really Jewish. And then I moved back to Venezuela right after my bat mitzvah. And in Venezuela... Mm. Most people are either conservative or orthodox. I remember going to a synagogue in Caracas for the first time. And I I was used to going with my dad and sitting next to my dad. And my dad teaching me like kind of what was being said. We would follow the Hebrew, etc. And then he was like, you have to go upstairs. Because women sit upstairs. Men sit where the Torah is. Women sit upstairs. Oh my gosh. And that was the moment for me that I was like, that's going to be a no for me, dog. Like, this Uh, is not for me. This is, I mean, I respect it. But... If yeah, this is yeah. what I have to adhere to, yeah, I don't feel represented in this. I feel represented in this version of my yeah. religion because it. I feel more culturally attached to that, and it was weird. And I, it, you know, speaking about being in a hyphen, like, yes, I'm Jewish, but to most Jews, I'm not Jewish. You know, what I, mean? <laughs> I would say the same thing about myself. Like there's some tradition, some Catholic traditions that I think are beautiful. And I love having my rosary. Um, mm. But I don't think be- due to my progressive views and stuff, I would be even considered Christian by most Christians. Right. Mm-hmm. So uh, I feel you on that. It feels like the same way you know i'm people tell me what a latina is mm-hmm. and what it isn't it's i see it very reflected in in the the jewish side of my identity as well you know and it's also like literally in my name it's like my last name yeah. is so jewish <laughs> you know what i'm <laughs> the same way my accent is super spanish like my last name is super jewish and it it's it's spelled german but my grandfather like is like we're not German. We literally got kicked out in Kristallnacht. Like after being orphaned, I walked for two years to Spain to escape Germany. Oh my! So like gosh. we're not German, dude. So you know my my grandfather always says like the only passport he ever had was Venezuelan. That's it. Wow. And this guy, él habla español así. Él habla español como alemán. That's how we speak Spanish. And for him, he wow. he came to Venezuela. He he never spoke like a Venezuelan. He loves Venezuela. He always felt linked to Venezuela, but he was always an immigrant. He always sounded different. He always looked different. So what was his identity? He was an atheist, mm-hmm. but his identity was being a Jew. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He was like, my identity first and foremost is Jewish, and then I'm Venezuelan. And and that's wow. something that I never felt. I felt more Venezuelan than Jewish. 
But seeing him, someone who did not believe in God, feel so attached to that as his prime identity Mm. was always something that stuck with me as religion isn't just a set of ideals. It it can be sort of a, a compass for who you feel you are. Justin and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. One of my favorite things about Miami... <laughs> is that there's a lot of Venezuelan Jews in Miami. They were the first people to leave Venezuela when things were were going down in flames. They were like, we've seen this before. We're out. And I think the a- same thing happened with the Cuban yeah. Jewish community. Yeah. yeah. And mo- some of my favorite restaurants in Miami are kosher Venezuelan restaurants. Wow. It's, it's this weird amalgam hmm. of Jewish people that feel super Venezuelan. And they're like, I need... I need to be able to have an arepa that was praised by a rabbi so I could eat it. <laughs> so it's like, it. it isn't one thing or another. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. And that that sort of gave me peace. Because for a long time, I was like, is it? And it isn't. There's freaking kosher pabellon, dude. That is <laughs> like, hell yeah, man. <laughs> but wait, so Jenny... Do you like you have like traditions in your house, like Catholic traditions in your house and whatever. Mm-hmm. But have you ever had like a situation where you see something you you thought was Catholic, but then it it turns out it it's not Catholic at all. It's just like weird <laughs> mal de ojo stuff or Oh man. That that's what also confused me quite a lot as a child. <laughs> so you've got like a lot of Caribbean and in my experience Cuban uh, people in your family and in your life who are these devout Catholics all right because you've got like your passive Catholics that just show up on Sunday and do their you know get the communion and then go back to their I don't know if I can say this but puteria so then (laughs) you know it's fine um, they just go back to whatever, you know, they want to do and they're not, they don't read, they're not super religious, but they mm-hmm. still go to mass. But then there's a the devout Catholics. And what I find really funny is that they're like, we're so Catholic. We're by the book Catholic. And this includes some of my family members. Right. And then I'm like, okay, you're so Catholic, but why do you have a glass of water in the freezer with Martika's name in it? Wait, what is that? It's like a way to ward off people you don't want in your life. Is it pu- is brujeria. That is a form of brujeria. Like putting the, a broom upside down by the door or hanging bread over the doorway. Like there's so many little things. Even like I grew up as a baby and I still have it. It's called an asavache and it's this black stone. Mm-hmm. And you would pin it inside the clothing of babies and it would ward off the evil eye. 
Last I checked, none of this is in the Bible. Well, here's what's even more interesting. A lot of Catholics reject brujeria. They think it's evil. They think you're going to go to hell. Mm -hmm. But then I'm like, but you guys are kind of hypocritical because... <laughs> oh my gosh. Wait. Well, no, to say, when, when it suits them, they're like, I don't like that. I don't like that girl. I don't like her for my pepito, so I'm going to put a glass of water in the freezer with her name in it oh but no but i'm not a bruja like god forbid though you call them brujas oh yeah yeah they're like no you know say bruja you know say bruja so i'm like what is it bro my catholic grant my catholic jewish grandma she was like she would be afraid of any other like weird brujeria like when chicken heads were found in the park near her apartment she'd be like la bruja her out whatever <laughs> but then like when it was raining she'd put a knife outside to make it stop Okay, what is that? <laughs> Where in the book of Matthew do we see this knife business? Um, but I love it what? because it is, they're so, it's so, in, like, it, the, the Catholic, the, like, Latin Catholicism has been so immersed with these other sort of spiritual uh, identifiers. Like, you know, a lot of this came from, I think, like, African oh, Imola, yeah, yeah. Like, slaves and then uh -huh. native like the way that native uh folk taino. Would, would, taino all that merged and so these super catholic yeah. people are also like mm, i don't know but... i think we should put garlic in <laughs> in a shoe <laughs> the other day um i was waiting to hear about a big job and my friend was like okay i wrote a letter to a saint so i just need you to open your door to let it in and i was like oh my god girl what <laughs> <laughs> she's like just listen to me you open the door the saint will come in i'm like oh my oh, god wait. that reminds me <laughs> that reminds me of oh my god okay so remember when jesus were you there um, i wasn't jesus there was i don't remember when jesus did anything <laughs> <laughs> i'm like i'm like remember when uh so when jesus was crucified one of the people that was crucified next to Jesus was a penitent thief named San Dismas. He was the one that asked Jesus for forgiveness before he passed on the cross next to Jesus. Like he was Jenny, I'm repenting. Jewish. I know nothing about Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> I don't even know why I'm acting like you know. You know, you remember right? The story like of Jesus you... of Jesus? No, I don't. <laughs> no, okay. So So yeah, so he was like really like repenting to Jesus and Jesus forgave him while they were both hung on their crosses. And so he ultimately goes down in history as a good guy. Mm -hmm. uh, and so in my household, whenever we would lose something mm -hmm. and it was like, yo, I've looked everywhere and I cannot find this crayon de labio to save my life. And we'd be like, tenemos que amarrar sandisma. And so we would grab a yeah i don't know why we did yellow but it was like a yellow string or any string and we had to we would tie it around like a table leg or something and we would say sandima sandima si yo no encuentro my blank i'm not gonna let you go it's almost like you're incarcerating him again like you're <laughs> putting him back in jail and i always thought that was a catholic thing so when my friends my american friends like my non <laughs> Latino American friends would lose something. I'd be like, Jesse, we need to tie up Sandima. And she'd be like, What? <laughs> what are you talking about? 
Uh, and they would fucking go along with it because they're like, screw it. I'm desperate. But you know what's even freakier is that every time we would tie up Sandima, we would find it. Oh, my God. My Jewish Colombian roommate, when she wouldn't find something, she'd flip a cup upside down. Oh. And I think that comes from, like, brujería stuff, too. Of like, course. <laughs> and, and, and la limpieza, the egg, passing el huevo. Like, oh, there's so much there. And I'm like, y'all, this isn't taught in catholicism it is not can taught. we just accept that you are practicing a little brujeria and call it a day yeah well i was gonna say i went to new orleans and mm-hmm. i and i love new orleans and there were elements of the culture that reminded me of like stuff we did in Venezuela. because of catholicism well but also because no because but also because of the creole cult like the the oh yeah the, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Como que, oh yeah the voodoo that you know si. that's just like that's just like the cup in the fridge dude it's yeah, the same 100%. thing. 100%. It's the same thing. But if I t- yeah. if I took my grandma to that, she'd be like, Ay, Dios santo, esto bro. And then she'd like go do <laughs> something almost the same. That's what I find so funny. I'm like, abuela, this is brujería. <laughs> Tú me hiciste brujería. <laughs> Remember that song? <laughs> I love that song. It's so good. It's but it's it's so true. Like my whole life. And it is a little traumatic as a kid to constantly like... Till this day, I won't put a hat on the bed because I think it's going to bring doctors and illness. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of superstition involved in the brujeria too. So it's like, if you do this, then you can't do that. And you, you, I, I always felt like restrained, like scared to live life because I always felt like someone was going to curse me. Oh my God. Justin and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince. Rag and Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem. Of a detour. Well, speaking of cursing, Jenny, speaking of cursing, Mm, this is the part of the podcast where we talk about a saying or a word that we love, but also didn't understand for the longest time. So me and you were talking about the saying, me cago en diez, I shit on the number 10. 10. And why 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 am I mentioning this on our religion episode, Jenny? <laughs> why is I I shit on a number a oh, saying that man. all of us have heard a million times? Why? I don't know what it is about getting older that you then finally start to dig into Google to mm-hmm. figure out why things are the way they are because that was my abuelo's favorite phrase next to alabao, which is also has origins in religion. But was me cago en die. He would say it just like that. Like he would stub his toe or it, it, something bad would happen. Even if it was silly, he'd be like, me cago en die. And as a kid, I'm like, why are we shitting on 10? Does it mean we're shitting in 10 minutes? Is there something? And I just kept putting so much focus on 10. But then later we came to find out that it's just a nice way of saying I shit on God. Me cago en Dios. Instead of saying Dios, you say 
Diez. Diez. Which is funny because you're still saying the bad word, which is shit. <laughs> me cago. You, <laughs> instead of saying, me lloro en Dios or something, you changed <laughs> the God word and you kept the shit I, word. Eke, we love to be, I'll, I'll tell you this, I learned the hard way, but also the hilarious way that Caribbean people, obviously including Venezuelans, we're a little more... I don't know what the word is right now, but <laughs> dramatic, not dramatic, but like, like my, my husband's half per Peruvian, half Puerto Rican and the Peruvian side is a lot more conservative. Like they would never say cago, but like Caribbean people love saying caca and me cago. Like Venezuelans always say verga. And like, yeah, it's yeah. A, it is it is perceived as like. And I, was, I was just in Mexico, and I was like, "Berga," and my and my mother in law oh. was like, "Do not say that here. Don't say that. That is really bad." And I'm like, "Berga, pero por qué coño?" And she's like, "That's even worse. Please stop. Please shut the fuck <laughs> yeah, up." Yeah, that's what I mean. We're more vulgar. We're more vulgar. People. We're so vulgar. Coño, and I, look, obviously, that doesn't no apply more. to everyone. Yeah, I I I know a good fair share of Coral Gables Cubans who would never dare agree with me, and they'd be like, "I don't say those things." Okay, Gloria, Dude, pero carajo, I didn't know this carajo. I'm like, uh, I I was with my brother-in-law. He's like, just try not to curse, please. And I'm like, okay, bueno, ese carajo, and he's like, carajo means penis. You're you okay? You just but carajo also again. means the top of a ship, and Miami had a restaurant called El Carajo. <laughs> Wait, with a are you, freaking are you serious it's it's a part of a ship that does it look little, like a I, penis no, eh, not really i don't know i mean everything kind of looks like a penis i guess so it's 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 origin is kind of innocent other than me cago en die there's like me cago en tu puta madre me cago en tu madre that was a big one i me love the, i love when spaniards say me cago en tus muertos i shit on your dead ancestors <laughs> That's the, oh. Because that is brutal. just, I mean, that's just brutal. English has like, fuck you. And then Spain is like, I will I will go into Ancestry.com, find out where your ancestors are buried, and I'm going to take a shit on their grave. That is the. It's so much more brutal, but you want to know what's fucking weird is that there was like, I learned to stop using like English curse words in my videos because the Latino, my Latino audience would get really upset. They're like, I cannot believe you're using the F word. But then I could say, carajo, coño. They don't care. No. They'll gladly watch videos with their children. And I could be saying, coño, carajo. They don't care. No, they don't but care. But then I it's... say, fuck. And they're like, ay! Esa palabra es muy fea. Muy I'm like, fea. it's just a four-letter word that's it's, not really that intense. Esa palabra but... no se dice, pero coño de la madre. Pussy of you the know mother. What's... That's fine. <laughs> Did your mom ever scream at you and say, me cago en tu madre, and then you become a smartass, and you're like, so you're shitting on yourself? No, I just, every time my mom would call me a malcriada, I'd be like, that sounds like a you problem. <laughs> If I was ill-raised, which is what that word means. So, Isn't that funny? That's so funny to me. I, I love that you mentioned my mom because my mom literally just called me and I have to call her back. She's called me four times during this recording. I can't. I cannot. I'm going to say goodbye in the most Latin way possible. And I'm going to ask you mm. for bendición. So, bendición, abuelita. Que Dios te bendiga y que te ampare. Oh, God, that flashback. All right, everyone, don't forget to subscribe and take care of yourself.
Just in and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.